Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So today we are talking about roles. Woo! Woo! Roles. We are talking about, and we're not talking about roles that you bake in the oven. We're talking about roles of men and women. Oh, dear God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Because, Because this being a life coaching podcast, I'm sure most people were like, sweet, Glenn's doing a baking podcast. And I just want to let them know right off the the top that that is not what's happening. So don't get overly excited. <laughs> um, all right. So men's uh, male female roles, men's and women's roles. Uh, this is uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> this could be well, a this could be a, a hot button issue. Yeah, it could be, but I don't. I don't think it's too hot button. I mean, I think that um, it's obvious that our roles have changed since it, previous years, and I, I feel it's all part of the spiritual shift going on. You know, they needed to change. I mean, most of the the problems, <laughs> possibly all of the problems <laughs> that that we've had in society over the last. 8,000 years is really based on masculine energy. You know, it's and masculine energy has been in, for lack of a better term, in control over all these years. You know, male masculine energy has dominated the world for years. And it's, that's where all the aggression comes from and the push and my way, not your way. And, and, you know, acquisition and all that type of energy is is masculine strong forceful energy and it's it's out of balance it's you know it's not that there's no place for masculine energy of course there is but it's when it's way out of balance that's what happens so you know i feel now what we're doing energetically the entire planet is raising the vibration, you know, the, the feminine energy has been kept at bay for so many thousands of years that it's finally coming up, trying to get back into balance. And of course, it's not there yet, but we're heading in the right direction because it's, you know, we, <laughs> we can't have a balanced world until it's balanced. So like I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, right now, feminine energy is way stronger than masculine energy because it, it's trying to come into balance. So therefore it has to be, you know, that's the only chance of it coming back into balance. So, so it needs to be stronger and more effective and it is. And so, so a lot of times if we, if we see what works, you know, and I, I use these examples a lot with, with um, Nelson Mandela and Martin Luther King Jr. They didn't, fight against that's more masculine you know fighting no this is my side no this is my side and no you listen to me no you listen to me that's all masculine energy butting heads and it never works so like when we bring they bring in more of a feminine energy which is just kind of no i'm gonna do it my way and the other side says no fight me they go, no, I'm, I'm not fighting. I'm just going to do it my way. 
You go, no, you have to fight me. No, just going to do it my way. And then eventually it's like, you know, visually I, I, um, I liken it to a rock and water, you know, a rock standing in the stream going, you shall not pass to the water. And the water goes, yeah, I think I will. And it just goes over. <laughs> you know? And the rock goes, you can't pass. And the water goes, yeah, I think I will. And just goes around it to each side. And it just continues on. So like the water wins the argument <laughs> you know, by not arguing. It doesn't get into it. It just does it anyway. So in short term, the water wins. And it's stronger because in the long term, water wins too. It just erodes the rock. Eventually, the rock's not even there. It's not even an issue. There's not even a blockage. It doesn't even, the water doesn't even need to go around it anymore. <laughs> you know? So this is why I think the feminine energy is stronger than the male energy. And, and it's more effective. And we're so conditioned in our world that to accomplish anything, we need to be strong. And unconsciously, we liken strength to masculine strength which is what we need to undo. We need to really liken it to feminine strength. Because, I mean, I, of course we see it in men. I mean, <laughs> we're men, you know? And, and we've been doing it wrong for thousands of years. So, like, of course we see it in men, but I also see it in women. You know, sometimes women want to be strong, of course, you know, just like everybody wants to be strong. So they'll stand up and they'll start embracing masculine energy and saying, see, look at me, I'm strong, like a man. And it's like, no, 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 that's, it, do, it doesn't work well for men. And we sure as hell don't need more of that energy. Be strong like a woman, you know, be strong with like the feminine energy. That's the most powerful thing there is. So embrace that. And if, you know, you don't have to be a man or a woman to embrace a particular energy. You know, we both have both within us. It's right. And that's, and that's, and that's a big point that, um, I, I wanted to, uh, to talk about is, um, it exactly what you just said. We both have both within us, what you're talking about and describing as masculine energy and, uh, female energy or feminine energy are the traditional traits that have been ingrained for thousands of years that you so you associate them with those two genders but everybody has them both right and it's just what you harness and what you control and what you you know what i mean so the the terms that you're using are uh terms that are not necessarily popular anymore but they're they're in everybody right know? and and it's so continue. Sorry. Yeah. So they are. They're they're in everybody. I mean, do you know? I think men have a natural leaningness to go towards masculine. You know, I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. I mean, you know, I'm not God. I can't remember back to the beginning of man like how they were. <laughs> you know, uh, I would guess that men, you know, were made to embody more masculine energy and women were made to embody more feminine energy as a general rule. But we, bo we, we both have both. We both have access to both because it's just energy, you know. So, so we, can, we can both use both. And it's just right now, it's so important. It's the rising of the feminine, you know, to bring us into balance. So, of course, it's stronger. 
of course, of course, it's more effective because it has to be, you know. So, so yeah, whether you're male or or female, to embrace a more feminine, non-controversial, non-fighting, stand up and push mentality, and it it doesn't mean accept poor behavior. You know, it doesn't mean, it just means continue on your path regardless of who's trying to say no, you know, and that's, that's so powerful and effective right now. And it's, you know, we're seeing this play out in a lot of ways. So it's, you know, I know I've been talking a lot about energy, but it's, it's the roles. If we look at the roles, you know, for many thousands of years, men were the protectors and, and you know that they they had certain roles to to bring the money into the house and the woman stayed home and all that and it's it's not like that anymore you know i think everybody's aware of that in society that roles are changing and this is just part of our our evolution they needed to change you know and it's weird and it's different and some people like it and some people don't and because it's not smooth the people who liked the old roles go, see, that's the problem with everything. It's changing. <laughs> well, it, roles change. Like everything changes on this earth. Like we can never in any way, shape or form in any area of our lives just go, okay, everything just, everything just stay like there. And nobody evolve. Nothing ever changed. That's not the world we live in. We live in an ever-changing reality. So things are constantly going to be changing. And this is one of them. And, you know, to bring us into balance that men and women have to get to that point of male and female energies being even. And, um, and, and we are seeing that. And there are a lot of societal changes that go along with that. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we've, we've seen this We've definitely seen it, or at least I've seen it, you know, with a woman's perspective. I mean, a woman's roles change dramatically. I mean, you know, not just now they have to be everything. They have to, you know, be a good mother and they have to be uh, successful outside of the home in business. And, you know, they need to throw the perfect birthday parties for the kids. And they need to, like, you know, there's, there's just so many they're trying to juggle every area of their lives and, and it's hard and it's unrealistic. <laughs> you know? And there is a way to, to balance everything, but uh, we have to be realistic. And it's the same thing with men. I don't think that gets quite as much attention, although I have seen it getting a little bit more attention now, but there, you know, the, like the best example I can bring is the, the divorce rates because there's, you know, this the divorce rates, what, 50% or so. So, I mean, there's a lot of single dads out there that are actually having to take care of their kids when they're with them. Like that, that, <laughs> that didn't happen before. And this, and this isn't just the divorce aspect makes it more, obvious but it's not just the divorce thing like you actually even said something recently you said that you were um you were watching brayden uh-huh. and how old is he now four four you're watching brayden and you didn't 
like it when somebody said what you were babysitting. Yeah, yeah. You were you you were, you were with him. You were watching him. Right. You weren't babysitting him. The the reason that and and I've heard I felt the same way when I was out in public with my son and somebody you know usually an older couple would look at me and they'd be like oh you're babysitting is is that your son you're babysitting today like no I, I'm not babysitting this is my son like <laughs> you know so I was it was always me and my son out doing things just us two and i used to get that a lot oh you're babysitting oh you're you know even watching oh you're watching your son today like no i'm being a parent i'm raising him like this is that's what i do i'm his father you know and it was so obvious to me but in previous generations they found that odd and like i say it's obvious when it's one-on-one but one of my friends told me years ago he's married and his wife was going to head out and go visit some friends while they were at his parents' house. And his wife went to leave. And his father was like, where's she going? She's, she doesn't have the baby. Like he was freaking out because she, she was going somewhere and the baby was still there. He's like, who's, who's going to watch a baby? And my friend was like, I am. He's like, what, what do you mean you are? Like, it was just such a foreign concept to him. You know, and I always, that was year, that was probably 15 years ago or something. I still remember that because it was such a profound example of the mentality shifting, you know, and men are stepping up. Well, the men that are doing the right thing are stepping up to the plate and their roles are changing dramatically because they all of a sudden, like we've been told, don't cry, you know, don't show your emotions don't very closed off from an emotional aspect. Now all of a sudden you're alone with your child and they scrape their knee and you have to be motherly. And we have to be able to open up to that side of us that, you know, that more feminine, loving, caring, emotional side. And so men are being forced to do that by the, by the shifting of roles in society. I think, um, I think something that's interesting is expectations. Um, I think that uh, with, the with this you know shift that's been happening for a very long time now i mean not long in the grand scheme of things but yeah like 60 years or something (laughs) long enough um you know uh longer than my entire life so far um and uh but but i think that one of the big things that's changed is um expectations for uh the feminine roles have changed because as you said people now expect uh, you to be everything. But I don't think that the male expectations have changed as much. It's still acceptable. Even if, you know, if you are a dad that is like, yeah, I got to babysit the kids this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, you might, depending on like what you think, you personally might go like, Oh man, that's messed up to say. Like, why are you why are you looking at it like that? But societally, it's not that big of a deal for a for a guy to still feel like that, even if he supports, you know, um the mother in, in doing all of the things, because she's expected to do all of those things. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. He, he necessarily isn't expected to be, you know, like the, the term Mr. Mom is still a thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. messed up. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think it is. Uh, I, I think the, you know, and shifts never happen evenly, you know, I think so. So there's, I think you're right. I think the, the, the feminine is rising. So the masculine needs to adjust, you know, so, but the feminine rising is happening first. That's the strength and the power and the energy that's changing everything. So like that has to shift and then the masculine needs to lessen because of that. So I think that that's kind of why it is. I mean, you know, we don't, we don't have a, like, you know, there, there was a woman's lib movement, you know, well, this still is, but I mean, there's woman's liberation movement in the seventies, huge, you know, that's because there needed to be attention brought to that. So it could have the space to rise. It wasn't uh hey, let's make men more emotional movement, you know? <laughs> like the, that's not what brought in change, you know. So we like so if you want something to grow, you need to feed it energy. If you want something to die off, you just need to starve it. So that's you know, that's why I think that it's more obvious with on the woman's end of it, and it's happening first. And I think you're right. I think it is more uh, socially acceptable. And the pressures that are put on women are more obvious. And then the ones that are men are just slowly catching up. Yeah, it's almost required now. Like, um, it's, uh, it's almost like required for, um, a, a, for a woman to be both, to, 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 to have both, to, to be like the, the, the great parent and have their stuff together and throw the parties and stuff like you said, but also to be successful, but then also to be questioned about how you balance it, you know, where like, Mm -hmm. um, so, so not only is it expected, but it's almost, it almost is required to the point where, uh, you know, women who are freely and happily choose to serve more traditional female roles because that's how they want to live are, are sometimes ridiculed for that. And that was happening. I I actually just watched, it's ironic that we're doing it now. I just watched a a show, the seventies series um, on Netflix. Oh yeah. I just watched the one on the the women's movement and, and you know, they they were talking about that, how, you know, some women were just like, uh, they they felt threatened because the women's movement said, hey, we want all this. And then they were looking at it going, well, wait a minute, I, if I don't want what you want, it makes me feel like I'm a bad person. And I'm stupid for choosing just to be a housewife. And I, I don't feel like I'm stupid for choosing to be a housewife. Why are you making me feel like that? So, the, you know, there's that dynamic, too, that, that they have to deal with. And, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it is. It's all part of, the, part of the adjustment. And I think, you know, some, some of the men, it's, I mean, if, if you don't, with, with the divorce rate so high, like, you have to women's women's adjustment is more uh, into the workplace. They they got the you know they they got the mom 
emotional aspect down. They always have. So their adjustment is more external outside of the, the home life. And you either bring money in this society or you don't. So if you're divorced, that's, you need to make that adjustment. You don't have a choice whether you're going to or not. Men have always been in the workforce. So they have the money aspect, hopefully. Um, but like if they're not real motherly in the home, eh, you know, I mean, there's, there's going to be issues because of it, but, but they, they can almost sit back and if they don't make the adjustments, you know, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? They can still pay the bills. They can still, they can still lie to themselves and pretend that they don't have to. Whereas women don't have that luxury, but it's, you know, so, so when we look at the, like, as I'm saying this, you know, it feels like there's more pressure on the woman and there's less pressure on the men, which I think is true. But usually whenever we see that, we go, we fall right into the victim mode. See, it's not fair. And we got to look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is like, Who's, who's going to be happier and more well-balanced first? Because that's the goal. The universe doesn't look at us and go, we want to make sure they're not overwhelmed. We want to make sure that they, everything's okay for them. We want to make sure that life is easy. No, that's not what the universe wants for us. What the universe wants is us to arrive at a healthy, balanced space. Women are getting there first. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying they're getting there first, <laughs> you know? So they're experiencing more love, more peace, more balance than, than men are. They are. I mean, just look at the spiritual movement. I mean, the spiritual movement is, I don't know what the numbers are, man, but it's weighing heavily to the women, you know? <laughs> women are waking up at a, high, a lot faster rate than men are. And I think it's because they're more anchored in the feminine, which is more emotional. So the jump is a, a, is a shorter leap for them to open up spiritually because they're actually already connected to, to themselves internally to some degree. Men, like, we're, we've been taught for thousands of years to stay away from that aspect of us. Not only do we not embrace it, but we've been taught not to go there because it's weak. You know, and like Brene was, Brene Brown was talking and she said that, um, um, you're laughing because I love, I love Brene Brown. She's been in my radar lately. Um, she was saying that the number one issue for women is body image. The number one issue for men is weakness. That's our number one issue. You know, we can't be perceived as weak by anyone. By a woman, we can't be perceived as weak by a woman because, you know, then, then we're weak and they can't respect us. And we can't be perceived as weak by other men because if we're, then we're just bullied and pushed down and not respected. So that's, that's our number one issue. So, I mean, you know, we've, <laughs> we got a ways to go. There's a couple of guys sitting here. We got a ways to go. Women Absolutely. are at the forefront of the movement, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is, uh, I mean, the, the, the funniest thing about all of this and someone somewhere is screaming at their podcast device, uh, whatever they're listening to this on, um, 
yeah, we're two men talking about this. A, this doesn't necessarily apply to everybody because everybody has different levels of energy and everybody has different identities. And everybody has different ideas and every, you know, so is it a, is it a one size fits all solution to anything? No. And do two men have all of the answers about this? Absolutely not. But definitely we do. <laughs> but, um, but, but, but in a traditional sense, you know, which the majority of the people listening to this will be, everything that you're saying is, um, is right. And it's hard and it's a difficult situation, but it's a situation that everybody needs to talk about and just like, you know, figure out what they can do better. Right. And it's, and it's, you know, if we're, you know, if we, if we stay in a bigger perspective and look at it and go, okay, you know, what, what's happening on the earth right now? And we're in the middle of a spiritual shift. And if we come at it from that perspective and now all of a sudden we don't have um, victims, we have change heading in the right direction because we're loved. And if we come in from that door, then that's where we're going to meet. And that, that's where there are no victims, you know, and that's because, I mean, generally people get upset because they feel like they're being victimized. So it's like we want to meet at a level that th- this is just a transition that's happening. And do I understand it 100% from a female perspective? No, I, I don't. I'm not a female. So how the heck would I? You know, and I don't pretend to. But this is just my perspective and it's opening up the topic um, to discuss it. And it this you know, yeah, it's two guys discussing it because there happens to be two guys that do this podcast. So that's what you, you're going to get two guys' perspectives on everything. That's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and like we said, everybody's different. Uh, I think, um, I think I have like, I don't know. Well, you, you may uh, have a different take on this. Um, I think that I have like a a ton of feminine energy compared to uh, I and I have a lot of masculine energy, but like I know that I have both. It's very right. it's very clear to me, and that's there are women that have more masculine energy. There are there are straight women with more masculine energy. There are gay women with more masculine energy. There are straight men with more feminine energy. Like the, it, right, it's, yeah, it's, and it's a lot yeah. of it is what you're opening to, and it's also generationally. Remember, this is this is a you know this is a, a shift that part of the spiritual shift that's going on. So your generation, as a general rule, the the men in your generation are going to be. You know, like if you took them all, generally, you're going to have, you're going to be open to more feminine energy than the men in my generation. And my generation is going to be more open to feminine energy than my father's generation. And his father's, you know, that's, that's how the shift happens. We're better balanced. Um, there was, uh, speaking of like this spiritual evolution and all of this stuff, uh, when I was in high school, 
there was one kid at, at one point there was one kid in my high school who was like, I, uh, he was gay. He identified more with feminine energy. He liked to like, he wore like wings to school one day and like some kids hated him, but most of the people like that I saw at least, cause I was, you know, not hanging out with the people that were filled with hate, like loved him and embraced him and stuff. And we were like, Oh, like, this is great. Everybody's embracing this kid. And I thought, this is great. I love my generation. Right. For, for like allowing people to be who even, they are. Yeah. It's not even, I hate the word acceptance because I don't think that, you know, there's anything to accept, whatever. But anyway, I was like, I remember in high school thinking like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. This is great. I'm glad that everybody is like, it's not a thing really. But for the most part, I thought this is not a thing. Right. It's good. Several years later, I'm directing a school, a high school show. And we're like all building a set and stuff. And I'm talking to some of the kids and I'm like, and, and they're like talking to, to each other about like, who's got crushes on who's on who and stuff. And a couple of the kids were just like, yeah, I'm, I'm gay. I'm bi, I'm straight. I'm, and then one of them was like, I'm pansexual. And I was like, I don't know. It wasn't even that term. It said a term that I had never heard before. And I went, what does that mean? And he was like, it means we don't care. We just love, it doesn't matter. And I was like, oh, cool. And everybody else was like, yeah, cool. And like two years before that, a girl had like come out on stage during a talent show and it was a huge deal. But two years later, all of these kids are just talking wow. about this all like openly and sharing all of this stuff with each other. And I was like, this is awesome. So right. the, 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 the generational shift of energy that you were talking about, I think is very apparent with all of this energy shift. Right. And it is. And it's when we see stuff like that, we get all hopeful and we go, Oh, isn't this wonderful? Yeah. Well, it, it, that's not what change looks like. You know, and we have to remember that, like, <laughs> that, you know, what change looks like is uproar when, you know, when this stuff came out on television, you know, when Ellen came out on television, the whole world went crazy. And, you know, the, the, the gender dialogue, it takes people talking about it. It takes people, some people getting upset and then eventually getting used to it. It's, you know, it's, that's the, that's the beautiful byproduct. But it looks ugly in the beginning. So, you know, if you see something that looks ugly and you just go, oh, my God, it's ugly. Well, yeah, that's the beginning. That's what the beginning of change looks like. You know, don't stay there. Just understand that that's the beginning of change and stay on course. If you stay on course, it comes back. It eventually spits out into something beautiful. You know, so that's what we're in the middle of. You know, and and I, having the dialogue and really working through being open and working through the changes that are taking place. And as we work through it, we are going to we are getting to a place that's more beautiful, more accepting, more loving of of everyone. That's where we're going. And that's what this looks like. You know, and like when we we're talking earlier, one thing that kept jumping out at me is like, I, I kind of flashed to when I've had, when I've discussed this topic with clients and that 
the most common like reaction that I get from clients when I bring this up, uh, especially female clients, is they go, wow, it's so great to hear you say that. Like, it's so cool to hear a man say that feminine energy is more important. And right now we have to embrace it. And feminine energy is stronger. And to really embrace my feminine energy, because that's the most powerful energy there is right now. And, you know, and that it's important. And even to acknowledge the the, the role changes. It's so, it's so refreshing to hear a man say that. That's usually the, the reaction that I get from my female clients, you know, and with, which is nice, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, it's, I'm saying it because I feel it to be true because it's all part of the spiritual shift, not because I'm um, some guy that wants to <laughs> you know, make, make women feel good. It's just truth. You know, they feel good on their own. So it's, you know, th- this is this is all part of the spiritual shift that's going on. And I think it's not always easy and it takes adjustments. But the end result, the direction that we're going, if we look at that and keep our eyes on the prize, you know, that's where all the joy and, and, and the peace is going to be when we get to where we're going. And as you mentioned, I think that was a perfect example of how we're getting there because what you just happened, what you just said didn't happen two generations ago. Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, there's no way it, it wouldn't have happened in my generation, let alone, you know, so, so the seeing the changes being so dramatic in, in just simple, uh, simply a few generations is profound. So there, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to see video versions or support the show and all sorts of bonus content, early content, check out patreon.com slash Glenn Ambrose, the best way to support the show. And if you want any million of the things that Glenn does, the best way to get all of that is glennambrose.com. Um, Glenn? Yeah, that's true. Everything. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with that. All right, thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk at you soon. Glenn is available for life coaching sessions. To book an appointment or for more information, go to glennambrose.com, follow him on Facebook and Twitter, or click the link in the description of this episode.